Hello, my name is Andrew Gary, and welcome to Seismic Sound Off in depth conversations in applied geophysics. In this episode, Kara Hunter and Teresa Santana discuss the value and importance of mentoring for geoscientists. Kara and Teresa highlight Mentoring 365, a program that matches students and early career professionals with Earth and space sciences experts. They explain the need for this program, explore networking in 2023, and offer tips for first-time mentors and mentees. Kara and Teresa also elaborate on the two-way aspect of mentorship and how any professional can build their network. The conversation concludes with a reflection on how mentorship has influenced their career and the value of engaging as a mentor. Kara Hunter is the Technical Community Engagement Manager at SLB and SEG Women's Network Chair. Teresa Santana is the Chief Geophysicist, Diversity Officer, and Advisor in Geophysics at YPFSA and Vice Chair of the SEG Women's Network. Let's get to my conversation with Kara and Teresa. Yeah, so let's start kind of with the basics of the of the program we're talking about today, which is Mentoring 365. So what what is Mentoring 365? So Mentoring 365 is a program that connects the professionals that are at different phases of uh, their career and in different parts of the world to really support each other in their career path and especially in developing soft skills. So by getting these uh, mentor-mentees uh, pairs, you get to develop and help each other in getting the personal goals that each one may have in their career uh, itself. So actually it's a, a very interesting platform that builds a more uh, inclusive and diverse tax force within the societies themselves. Why is there a need to formalize an idea like mentoring within this program, Mentoring 365? So I'll take that question if you don't mind. I believe there's a need for a program like Mentoring 365 to help facilitate those connections between mentors and mentees that may not have otherwise been able to be facilitated on their own, especially if you're a a student or a young professional. You may not always know who to reach out to or how to reach out and build your network. And having a platform like Mentoring 365 at your fingertips allows you to join in and look at a variety of different profiles with different professionals and and working, whether they're in academia or whether they're in industry, and to be able to seek out specific mentoring in areas that are of interest to you. On top of that, uh, there is no need to be a member of any of the sponsoring societies that use uh, Mentoring 365. So you just have to sign in, create your profile, and include some of your needs and expectation, and then you will get a mentor, or even if you're a mentee, to work with. So And then you're in. So very easy and just amazing. That's a, a nice perk there uh, that you, you've had for the program. And we'll have links in, in this episode show notes to go to Mittering365 to sign up. What does it mean to say that there is a two-way aspect to mentorship? I believe that you can benefit from being a mentee across all different parts of your uh, career progression. So you're going to be looking for specific guidance, whether it's in 
how to give a presentation to a small group or how to learn to navigate being a working parent or how to elevate um, your own professional image in the industry. And a lot of those things you're going to be looking for at different phases in your career. So I think seeking out as a mentee, different mentors as you go along in your career progression is something that's always going to be beneficial to you. As a mentor, I would say I personally get a lot from mentees and and learning a lot from the perspectives that they bring and the experiences that they have. And honestly, that gives Teresa and myself a lot of insight as to how our Women's Network Committee in particular can help shape and develop different programs that can support a broad, diverse community of geophysicists. I like that term professional image. I I don't think I've ever heard those two words together and it makes a lot of sense to me. I'm, you know, I'm kind of curious as as professionals and working with this program, what does networking look like now in 2022? Well, really, uh, networking in 2022 uh, is completely different from networking during my early career days. And really, nowadays, uh, you can connect with uh, experienced professionals from anywhere in the globe, actually from your home. So it's so easy and you don't need to travel that we used to need before. Personally, right now, I am actually mentoring two early career professionals, one in Sudan and the other in Australia, and I am based in Argentina. So that is just amazing. So that thing that now you can have both, you can have, it's not that you don't need to have this personal uh, networking. Of course you do, but you can do this day to day with anyone around the world as well right now. So I think that is a a big change that uh, we must take forward. You know, I want to look at networking and building a network from two different demographics. Teresa, you mentioned how your early career looks a lot different now networking. Is there a difference for an early career scientist and someone that's been in the field for 10 plus years uh, looking to build a network? Is it a different process for them building that network? For me, I think they are very pretty similar. You have ten years experience, and of course, you 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 will have a, a wider network built already. But I would say that both uh, early career and ten years, and even twenty year old uh, experience will have similar needs uh, sometimes. So for me, mentoring is uh, something that happens all over your career, whether you are starting or you're in the middle of the career or just 10 years, you will always benefit from mentoring in different aspects. So the key and most important thing uh, for mentoring 365 is that you really set your own needs as a mentee and also as a mentor. So it will vary around your career, but you will benefit all career long about mentoring. Are there some networking best practices you could share that people looking to get started could kind of put in their pocket and start to do moving forward to build that network out? One of the first things I would say is to be open to hearing and listening to things from someone else's perspective. I found myself coming into conversation sometimes having a a preconceived thought that I know where someone's coming from and 
you have no idea really about their whole personal experience and their journey to get to where they are um, today, whether they're a, a student or, or a young professional in particular. So just being open or working on your active listening skills would be a, a key networking best practice that I would share. I would also encourage you both as mentors and mentees to work to find an area of common interest, whether this is something that you can relate to as a, a hobby that you both like to participate in or the university you went to or your favorite podcast to listen to. Once you find something that you can relate to on a, a personal level, then it's going to be much easier to open up and really build that authentic relationship to be able to, to really benefit both on the, the mentor and mentees. Something I would add to that would be to also uh, offer help without being asked and with no expectations in return. And something also very important to me is the, to, to set clear expectation up front any professional relationship and also to be prepared to make changes uh, when needed, if needed. So not to be static and to be dynamic in the relationship. So you can share your needs and your preferences and what you are after that particular period of your career and move from that forward. Those are some great suggestions there. You know, I, I feel like it, it might be a little more obvious to to some people thinking the value of, of being a mentee and and getting that expertise and, and interest from someone along in their field. But what is the value of, of serving as a mentor? Well, for me, uh, serving as a mentor is, is really excellent to connect with the new generation and get a new point of view. So the, the way they they see things and what are their actual needs that may be quite different from what you used to have at your early career day. So being a mentor helps you uh, understand those needs and also give back uh, your expertise so others can uh, use that experience and, and make some move personally. Also, I think it's it's so good that by doing this, uh, you really improve your leadership skills because you have this active listening, this communication. Uh, you you can you have to give feedback in a proper way, uh, but that has to be constructive and sometimes it's not a nice uh, feedback. But you have uh, by doing that, you really uh, learn several things. Uh, for your leadership skill as well. I think Teresa hit all of the main points there. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. You know, looking towards both of you and for both of you here, how have mentors and possibly your mentor yourself, how has it influenced your you and your career? Well, I'll start with saying I've had a number of mentors, um, official or unofficial, if you will, throughout my career, and really getting insights from someone's experience that has already navigated some of the, the challenges. For me personally, I've had situations where I've been the only woman in the room, and to have a mentor that has told me, you should sit at the table, you should voice your opinions, you should be equally capable to be a participant in that group and to be active 
learning some of that feedback from mentors along the way, I think has been really beneficial to me in terms of my career progression and essentially getting insight from someone's career in terms of how they've navigated different challenges along the way really helps to open up doors, I think, for you in your own career progression. Yeah, also being inspirational to others, uh, that's something that is uh, so rewarding. I also have the experience of having so many mentors in my career that now uh, along the way, I, I see how much they have an imprint, a say in, in myself. So being able to be inspirational to others, uh, maybe not now, but also in the future is such a, such, so great. So I think that it has, it, the power of mentoring uh, is so big that sometimes you don't realize while doing the mentoring itself, so wh while it happens. But in the long term, it gives uh, so much to you and to your career. So that is something that I value a lot from my mentors. So that's why I decided long ago to start with the mentoring, and I've been mentoring plenty of uh, professionals from all over the world. And getting connection from them and feedback from them while they are progressing their career is so rewarding. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you're talking about the rewarding aspects of it. I think that's just great for people to hear. And Kara, one thing you mentioned was, you know, there's a lot of informal mentoring that happens, but Mentoring 365 is a little bit more formal. So could you share any sort of guidance and tips or does Mentoring 365 sort of offer some resources for people being first-time mentors or mentees? Excellent question. The Mentoring 365 program does offer quite a number of resources. So I know we've discussed a bit about when you set your profile up, whether you're a mentor or mentee, you can both list the areas of expertise that you're willing to say be a mentor in. For myself, I would say maybe project or program management or public speaking. Um, and then you can also list areas that you would like to develop in. So perhaps you're wanting to develop in conflict resolution or even for someone in academia, maybe you're wanting to apply to graduate school or you're wanting to get tips on how to write a grant proposal, um, something like that. There's a lot of information within Mentoring 365 that you can pre-select in terms of your profile to help guide at least that first step of the, the mentor-mentee connection. Then once you've facilitated a connection and say if I was a mentor and I accepted someone as my mentee, Mentoring 365 does give you some additional guidance in terms of some documentation and some suggestions within the website of you should facilitate a, a startup meeting. And once you've done it, you can go into the system and mark that it's complete and provide additional feedback and it does help to provide a bit more structure and guidance so that you're not just starting from scratch and saying, okay, great, I have a mentee, now what? Essentially, the system helps really give you some, some additional material and guidance. And if you would like to use it, it's definitely there for you at your fingertips. That, that's very helpful. And we'll kind of end with uh, another general question. And Teresa, you can answer first if you would like. Uh, what principle, teaching, or point of view has helped you succeed in your field? Well, in terms of mentoring, I think that that gives uh, me 
a different perspective. So even at the different stages, when I was a mentee, I received the mentor's perspective. So I tried to get whatever I think I could apply at that moment in my day-to-day work from their perspective and when I am a mentor it's the opposite so trying to give your mentee your perspective and in terms of what their objectives are so the great thing on the mentoring itself is that the mentee is the one that guides the needs so what are the needs right now in that part of your career and the mentor just pass the, their own experience. And part of that experience will help uh, because they have had those same situations more than once in their, in their career. And some others may not, and that is fine. So I think that two-way relationship is so good and so powerful for career development. I would add... Be vulnerable to seek out mentors and professionals that you're willing and open to learn from. Be open to learning continuously from others. I think everyone has a unique perspective that they bring. And being open to learning from others and their experiences is only going to help you progress in different stages of your career. I would also encourage you to be open to volunteering and stepping forward and essentially It comes with a bit of vulnerability when you initially reach out either to request someone as your mentor or to reach out to participate, say, in the SEG Women's Network Committee. And once you make that initial step, you'll start to make connections, broaden your network, and ultimately get exposed to a broad group of individuals that have a lot of common interests that you have. So those would be some of my suggestions. Yeah, that's a great point because uh, at the at the women community there are lots of opportunity of mentoring during our daily activities because there are lots of activities where professional get to work with together in in teams uh, for a different goals and that could be uh, from uh, organizing webinars or leading student chapters in different regions to many others. And those connections involve mentoring in their activities because you are always involved with a different type of professionals from different parts of the world. So there are plenty of opportunity, as Cara was saying, uh, when volunteering in the society for different activities. Yeah, and it's okay to have a mentor through Mentoring 365, through the Women's Network Committee, you know, all of that just really adds to your network and just more benefit to your, your professional and personal life, I'm sure. So, Teresa Kara, I really appreciate you coming on and talking about Mentoring 365. Hopefully, this episode will give a little nudge to people maybe on the fence about it to seek it out and sign up and, and go from there. So, thank you again for taking your time out to talk about this program and your own experiences. Thank you for having us. It was a pleasure. Thank you very much, Andrew. SEG produces Seismic Sound Off to benefit its members, the scientific community, and inform the public on the value of geophysics. To show your support for this show, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Simply go to Seismic Sound Off on Apple Podcasts and Spotify on your phone. It takes less than five seconds to leave a five-star rating and is the number one action you can take to show your appreciation for this free resource. 
and follow the podcast while you are on the app to be notified when each new episode releases. Original music created by Zach Bridges. This episode was hosted, edited, and produced by me, Andrew Gary at 51 Features. The SEG podcast team is Jennifer Cobb, Kathy Gamble, and Ali McGinnis. Thank you for listening. This is Seismic Sound Off, signaling off.